Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 50th episode of Tech Girls Cast. I can't believe that I'm actually saying this. (laughs) So um, we hope that you all are having an amazing, 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 amazing weekend. Um, Man, I am so excited about what we have for today. And this is going to be a very different kind of episode. So you guys know that this is live, but we're also going to be doing a couple different things. You are going to be introduced to a couple of people who have been avid listeners of the podcast. I have a very special guest on the podcast. And so I'm really excited for what we have going on today. And if you are watching live, I so, so want to appreciate you. Uh, Welcome to... Um, the video version of this episode, and I cannot wait to um, just share with you all what our topic is even today. Um, But before we get into that, if you don't know me, my name is Jacqueline Corley. I am the host of Tech Girls Cast, also the founder of Tech Girls Code, where I help career-changing women transition into tech by learning to code. And so Tech Girls Code actually officially came out in December of 2020, This podcast actually started in March of 2021, and so what I want to do first is I want to talk to you guys about how this podcast actually started. Um, Believe it or not, you probably may not have expected this, but I actually did not want to do a podcast. (laughs) My um, guest today is actually one of the reasons why I started the podcast, and I don't want to really reveal yet who the guest is. But that particular person actually had a podcast before me, and I will just tell you, this is probably going to be very laughable, but I actually rolled my eyes at a podcast for so long. Literally, there were so many people who had podcasts, and I just thought to myself, I don't want this to be another stream or another channel where I just get on here and share the same information everybody is sharing. And I say that to say there's many people out here sharing how to get into tech. Um, or how to do certain things in tech, or how to even become a developer, or how to really do anything in relation to tech. And so I really had to dig deep and think, why would I want to have a Women in Tech podcast? Because there's so many out here already. There's plenty. I have favorites that I can even give to you guys who are wanting to know more about the various Women in Tech podcasts out there. So 
that actually is one tip that I have for anyone that wants to start a podcast is to really think about why is it that your tech podcast is needed? And the biggest thing that is going to tell you that is your story. And that's what you're going to hear a lot about today. And so I want to start off by introducing you to people who have been avid listeners of the podcast. And these people are very special to me and they just bring so much joy to my life, honestly, outside of being part of the brand. Um, but the first person I want to bring up today is Miss Jacqueline Brothers. And Jacqueline, let me just let me just say something about her real quick. I mean, the sweetest, and I don't know if it's just because her name is Jacqueline too. <laughs> But uh, she is just the sweetest, let me tell you, person. I met her maybe a couple of, couple of months ago now, but y'all will just find out how awesome she is. So let me just bring her up. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> what is going on today? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing great. So I know that you listen to the podcast just about all the time now. And so tell a little bit about kind of how you found the podcast, how you found me, how you found Tech Girls Code. Tell us all about that. All right. So I first found out about the Facebook group, Career Changing Women Who Code. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is this? Because I was looking for just more information about how to get into the tech industry. Uh-huh. And looking at the group, I found the Tech Girls Cast podcast. I've been listening to it on Spotify and through uh, the podcast. That's how I found about Tech Girls Code. Wow. I didn't even, so honestly, I didn't even know that you had found the Facebook group already because I know you and I were chatting on Instagram and I will, I will say this too. I at first thought that she was a spammer because she had like no picture on her Instagram page. Like this is the real, this is the real deal stuff y'all. She had no picture on her Instagram page. And I thought to myself, okay, obviously this must be kind of a cool person. I don't think spammers would keep talking to me if they're trying (laughs) to spam me. And then eventually she, you know, decided she wanted to be part of one of my coding programs. I was like, okay, that this person has to be real, obviously. But (laughs) that's a, yeah, I never had an Instagram before. I had one briefly, like many years ago. So I just thought it would be a lot more fun to join because then I could participate more in your community as well. Yes, awesome, awesome. And so how has that experience been for you, by the way? I would love to hear briefly. Well, so I I love the Instagram lives that you do. And I know, and we'll get into it with the podcast episodes. I really like how you have episodes that include the live conversations where you're interacting with just different people in the community, different people with questions, you know, or doubts that they might have. So I like that you, all of your episodes, they really cover just a range of different things that women uh, face in uh, trying to get into tech or if they're already in the tech industry. And so you having guests on that are, you know, already experts or um, people just to give their insight. And then on top of you, you know, having a community of people that you talk to as well. I just, you know, the everybody's just so welcoming, so positive, And that's exactly what I was looking for. 
Yay. So now um, let's get into the, the real deal of what were some of your favorite episodes? And I, I honestly don't know what any about anybody is gonna choose. So, if I shed some tears, y'all forgive me already. <laughs> but I want to hear what some of your favorite episodes are. So let's talk about that. Okay. Well, the first two I want to put together are episode one, my not so perfect journey to making my mark in the tech industry. And episode 36, which is the life update, Tech Girls Code journey, my son's birth story, and key lessons for tech newbies. And why I chose these two, um, they just, they gave me a lot of hope when I was looking for just, you know, I had my doubts, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had kind of thought about getting into tech originally, um, but it's very difficult. And when I found those two, episodes, learning about your story and the struggles that you have faced and overcome is incredibly powerful to hear. And I think it's very brave as well. You talking about your story. And I think everybody needs to hear that because we all have, you know, we all have our own challenges, right? Our own fears that, you know, sometimes might block us from pursuing something greater, you know, and, um, you know, in episode one, you talk about there's many roles in tech. It's not just about coding, you know, if you're, but you shouldn't be afraid to pursue coding either. If you think that's something that, you know, you might actually like anyone can do this. Um, you know, we're all in the right place on our journey. That was a great line that you said in episode one that we will get there. And if, you, if you're still thinking about it, you know, if, if you're someone listening that has always wanted to get into tech, but you don't know anyone, or you, you're not sure how to, how to start really, listen to, you know, listen to Tech Girls Cast because you're gonna get just so much information about what you can do, you know, and reach out to people, shadow people if you can, you know, in the industry because there's just so many interesting jobs. And if you end up finding it's not for you, you will have grown. You will have still learned so much from just trying. And there's a place for you and you will find it. Yes, so, so true. And there's a reason why I say that, um, you know, cause we all know there's a process, but there's a reason why I say that I help you to not get lost in the process because even in the process, there's so much information that you come across and you just wonder what all applies to me. And so I knew that that was kind of the way I felt trying to get into the industry. And so that's what I really wanted to bring to this podcast. And so I love that you have shared those things because I think a lot of times we too feel that our personal life situations are separate a lot of times from our career. And, and they are in certain aspects, but when it really comes down to it, it's really all this life, you know, and it all impacts what it is that we do. And so those particular two episodes that she's mentioned really just goes into detail about that. And I am very honest, very open about what I can be, because I know that there are others who have experienced that. Um, another one that I think you all should include along with those lines is what she was talking about is episode three. 
where I talk about um, academic probation and straight A's ain't the only way to, to empowering others. And that's another one as well. So I think that you all would appreciate that, especially if you're students, whether you're in coding boot camp, whether you're in college, whether you're in high school, any kind, anyone really. But that one was a particular story about just my educational journey. And so definitely take a look at that if that's one that you really um, feel you would appreciate. Any others that you enjoyed, Jacqueline? Oh, yes. I've, I've got I'm some more. <laughs> um, I, I got to say episode 39. So the real reason why women Ooh. who code are 100% dope. Oh, that one. Okay. Go ahead. I want to hear I want to hear what you have to say, but that one I, I that would probably fall in line. If I had a favorite, that would fall in line with it. But go ahead. <laughs> this this one is is amazing. It's incredible. It is so motivating to listen to. I think if any if any woman out there has any doubts about getting in the industry at all, listen to episode 39 please because you know the the one of the things I really liked about listening to it was that when you talked about there are products and services that have yet to be created. And when you think about if you have any doubts or you have any fears or you're even working in trying to get your first position in tech and you feel it's impossible, you feel like, you know, maybe I don't have a place after all in this industry. Just knowing that what you any idea you might have about building a product or a service that you already use. Right. But it gives you problems. It doesn't represent you or it doesn't fully encompass your community. And you know that you have people that you talk to, right, who complain all the time about like a certain product and how it could be better, or you have your own idea, you know, really think about, you know, just pursuing, just pursuing, finding out more. You can, you can code it, you could be a designer, think about how you would have it look. There's so many things you could do to make a product or service that's going to help people in your community. And it's going to give us more representation in the industry, which is what we need. We need to have more voices heard. Yes, yes, yes. And when she said, you know, the part about there's products and services that, you know, haven't yet been created yet, it could very well be because you yet exist in the industry. And it doesn't, and I will say this too, it doesn't um, take away from the fact that you belong in this industry, but it just does give you a heads up of maybe there's something that hasn't been created because you're supposed to be the one to do it. And I think a lot of times we try to add what we can to things and it's great, it's wonderful. I think it gives us practice to have our own things. But a lot of us are actually sitting on some ideas that we have known for weeks, for months, for years now that we're too scared to hop into because we think we quote unquote don't belong just because someone else said. And if you've listened to me long enough, you already know my opinions about that. But there's a reason why you have this pool and there's something that you are supposed to create and be part of when you actually are part of this industry. And so by you deciding to shrink back, you'll never find that out. 
And so that episode is a really great way to, I feel like, kind of commission you into your assignment. <laughs> so go ahead and listen to that if you've not yet done so. Um, that one was also an Instagram Live as well. So there is a video version out for it. And if you want that, you can definitely message me or even email podcast at techgirlscode.com and I can send that to you. Um, but any other ones, Declan, um, before we have on our next guest? Well, and I, I also want to say, too, if you're in the industry or if you're talking with people and you're experiencing, unfortunately, some gatekeeping or um, just some some kind of negativity, listen to episode two <laughs> because... Yeah. Those, you know, that episode really kind of gives you some examples of how you could respond to that. Um, yeah. But uh, episode 41, that's that's the last one I really wanted to highlight how to think like a coding master. This. Yeah. This one. <laughs> this one is great for if you're already coding or you're just again, you have maybe some doubts. Um, you know, Jackie talks about. And I, I love the I love the analogy you come up with of well, if you think about it, you're already a programmer, uh -huh. right? Your brain, you know, you think, you process things, you have steps that you plan out in your day, you store memories that you can access and retrieve. Uh -huh. So you actually already do things and you possess skills of, you know, thinking, of questioning and reflecting that programmers need in order to develop applications. And all you need to do is just learn how to tell the computer what to do so that it understands you. I love that because it takes away any kind of doubt or worry that you might have. It's not about you. We, I mean, we invented computers, right? We are the ones that can learn. As long as we end up learning, well, what's the What's the language I need to use? What's the language that's effective to solve this problem? Mm -hmm. that, and it's just a matter of just building that knowledge up, right? And so if we have an idea that we want to create, but we don't have the skills yet, hold on to that idea, learn those skills, and then you can get there for sure. So true. I love that you brought that episode up because I actually made this post, I believe it was on Facebook a few days ago, where I said that, you know, people believe they can't learn to code, but they don't understand that humans are smarter than computers. And humans created computers. And even though, you know, it's a skill, just like anything else, it can be learned, right? And I don't know how many of you have already listened to episode 49, um, but that one is the one about failure, right? And just kind of a way to think differently about failure. And I think it aligns with what I'm saying right here, because so many people are like, well, I don't want to learn because I think I'm going to fail at this. It's like, go listen to EP 49 and you'll see um, how you can kind of prevent that from happening. Um, but at the same time, even if you do, it's just part of it, y'all. I was not always you know, a coding master. I dropped my very first uh, coding course in college and almost never went back to computer science after tons of conversations, you know, with my mom, shout out to her. And also um, just some real deep thinking and even professors that I had that just really encouraged me to keep going. 
um, I just was able to stick in the industry and stick and stay. And you definitely need people who are going to be there for you. Definitely can't do this alone. Nobody rises alone, right? And so, um, so thank you, Jacqueline, for sharing all of that. And any last words of encouragement to anyone that you have? I would say that it's hard to to make a decision about what you want to do with your with your life, right? With your career, there's so many options, and there's a doubt because I mean, there's so many jobs out there. You might not, you know, know you know all there is to know about the different roles in tech. But I think Jackie, what you said really nailed it. That don't be afraid to reach out to others, right? We are a community. And if we want to have more representation, if we want more women in tech, reach out to other women in tech. You know, talk about you know what you're interested in. Explore these different roles, and you will find your place. So true. Thank you, Jacqueline, and thank you for just the continued encouragement and things that you even add to the Tech Girls Code and Tech Girls Cast communities. We so do appreciate you. We hope you have a great one. Thank you. You too. Congrats. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. That was wonderful. So next we have Miss Mary June and Sis man it's hard for me to even describe some of these people so i'm just gonna let y'all talk to them because <laughs> it's just what it is they're just awesome people but but sis is is golden and after speaking with her i'm like if she has any doubt she really has no reason to like this girl is gonna be a a champ whatever she does so mary <laughs> what's up lady how are you? I'm good. Hi, 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 everybody. Yay, episode 50. That's crazy. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for being on here. So kind of tell everybody who you are, how you found out about Tech Girls Cast, Tech Girls Code, whatever yeah, you want to For sure. So I, uh, my name is Mary June. So I am one of those folks who are pivoting from one career to another. Um, so it's possible. And within that pivot, I pretty much started digging into resources and tools that could help me with just that whole transition. Um, so I started digging into Instagram. The socials is the first thing I always look into. So Instagram, Twitter was two of the biggest um, socials that I use to find other resources. So I started following the girls, following all of the girls who are, you know, in tech and doing the things to help other women kind of pull themselves into it. So I came across uh, Tech Girls Code through like the Instagram and I'm a I love podcasts. So that's probably one of the first things I go to to try to find information that I can get, you know, other important information from. So I ended up finding a, a podcast. I'm like, oh, OK, she has a podcast, too. I like her content. Let me check it out. And it has been such a light, like a game changer for me. Um, because like I said, I listen to podcasts so much. And the thing I like about uh, Tech Girl Tech Girls podcast was that it's not solely around just how to get into tech and you know what steps you need to do, what resources you need to pull. It kind of pulled into like other things outside, like life <laughs> and how that can affect that transition, um, which was something that 
was really important to me because I'm not coming from a traditional tech background. So things it's, it's hard to kind of take those steps and move forward to actually start. So, um, so that's why I love it. I pretty much have been digging into each and every episode, especially when I'm like feeling like, oh, let me, let me listen to it. Let me see what she's talking about this week. Or even if I'm feeling a particular way, I might find an episode that resonates with me. So, um, so that's pretty much how I found the podcast, just digging around socials and trying to find tools that can help me just push me along. (laughs) Yeah, and I love when people tag me or I'm I'm trying to be a little bit more active on Twitter. Twitter is like my my site I've not really on quite just yet. But I know there are there people send me tweets and things like, oh, this person, you know, shout out your podcast. Like, I probably oh, did share it on there. Because <laughs> I'm like, y'all get to listen to this. And it's amazing now. I get so many requests for guests to be on podcasts. And we've been a top rated podcast. And when I looked at the Feedspot podcast list that everyone was rated on, a lot of my favorites and even some of my friends in the industry were top rated in this um, particular um, podcast platform as well. And it was just an honor to not only be able to serve with them, but just to be able to know that people like yourself are um, being reached with this information. So that's awesome. So I want to know now, what were some of your favorite episodes? So I did make a little list. (laughs) Okay. So kind of just going like how Jacqueline did is just starting from the beginning. So I think the first one that stood out to me that was like literally snatched my edges was the you don't need evidence. It was episode four. Um, You don't need evidence to become women and a woman in tech. Here's what you need instead. And I say that that snatched my, my edges because I was like in like the depths of the trough of sorrow. And I was about to be like, look, um, maybe the coding route isn't for me. Um, I have a tons of other skills. Maybe I can go to like, you know, program management, product management, whatever. Um, But what after listening to that episode, I think that's the one where you talked about the vision and and mapping that out writing that down i wrote down each and every question i like sat there and first i think i listened to the episode through then i went back and i you know press play stop wrote down every question that was on there so that i can write it down and and then went back and wrote the answers to that and um i used that as a way for me to kind of keep my vision like to be able to go back to it and review it when i'm in, in in those moments of feeling like i can't do this um, and also it made me realize like, wait a minute, I like coding. Like, so why would I not do it? Like, I don't, I'm trying to move away from some of my more, like not move away from, but just build up with the coding. Cause I really like it, you know? And, um, uh, with me moving from social work into that, it's plenty of other things I could have probably done in tech and would have easily been successful in, but I just genuinely like and enjoy coding. So that really got me back into, okay, getting my whole game plan down and really sticking that vision to it so that I can be able to tie that into my whole journey in itself. Um, So that was probably the one that was like, I'm listening to this podcast moving forward. Um, I want to say one thing with that, that episode, there are so many people that send me messages about the episode. That's very similar, but I have one that in, that really kind of stuck out to me after they kind of did what you did and they mm-hmm. actually wrote down all their answers and all that. Mm-hmm. The next day, I kid you not, 
the next day I get a message and they tell me I have an opportunity that completely aligns with my vision. And it's, I'm like, it was like opening not, up a window. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that's not something that's typical. I don't want to say that mm -hmm. happens all the time because everybody mm -hmm. has, you know, different stories of different ranges, different mm -hmm. experiences, but it can happen when you actually take the time to do that. And, you know, you get so many people that say, man, that's a waste of time. You know, they don't got mm -hmm. time to do that. They just need to get started. And I'm like, one quote that I always stick with that Brian Tracy said this is he said that one minute of planning saves 10 minutes of execution. So the fact that you just sat down for, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour mapping out your vision, you have saved so many minutes of execution just by doing that. And so if anybody tells you that a vision is not what you need, a vision is crazy to put down, let me just tell you, they probably don't really know mm -hmm. the experience of it, or they may not be very far in what it is mm -hmm. that they're doing, because how can you get far if you don't know exactly where you're going? And another quote I like is, you don't have to have sight in order to have vision. So that's just something to remember too, because if around you, everything you see is just chaos right now, and around you, everything you see is just, I don't know what it is I'm going to do, or I don't know how I'm going to make it, I don't know how do you might be having a hard time trying to handle children that you might have, or mm -hmm. maybe your current job you don't like. It's mainly a lot of people come to me because they're trying to transition out of something they don't like. Right. So maybe that's all you can see right now, but just because that's what you see doesn't mean you can't have a vision. So just right. be encouraged if that's you right now. So Thank you for that episode, Mary. Love yes. that one as well. What yes. other ones do you have? Um, the, uh, the, so the next one was that avoiding destination, uh, disease while transitioning into tech. That was episode 18. Um, I like that one because it, it basically talks about tying that vision back into when you're in those moments of just feeling wiped out and like, this is not for me, or, um, maybe things are just, you haven't stuck to the plan. So of course things are going to feel crazy and, and not sure and and foggy and sometimes you just need a break you know so um i really like that episode because as a mother as a you know significant other as a daughter as a sister we get so tied up in routines and things yeah. that we have to do that you burn out you do burn out and um sometimes you just need to take a step back take a break and that's okay you know and come back to it as long as you have your plan as long as you have your vision and you you know you have your goal set up you can pretty much execute what you want and like i said i'll keep saying this i i love that this podcast helps us envision the life around the career, you know, because that's personal growth. All that is just as important as building a skill, especially when you're transitioning from one career to another. Um, so it's very important to keep that in mind as you're going through, because you're going to hit, the, you're going to go through it. It's not like a, if it's going, it's more of a win because you're going to hit those, those bumps. So you need to be prepared, you know? So that's why I love that. That's the next one I love um, on the list. So so true. I actually had forgot about that one, to be honest. Yeah, it was it was a goodie. I forgot about, but but yeah, okay. What else you got? Um, so this one I just listened to the other day was the um the truth about the imposter syndrome. I, I think it was 42, 42 episode 42. Yeah. yeah. So I like that one because number one, it was straight to the point, it was short and sweet, and it was sis. It's nothing but self-doubt. 
(laughs) girl you right like you know it it speaks to me because that's really all it is you know like it just it's this perception that you're not good enough or it's literally it starts from within um you see you might have seen something and you're comparing yourself to other people but it's like you can't do that like it's it's your journey. Like you're going to have moments. It's, it's part of life. You're going to have moments where you're just like, I don't know, but you, again, you got to go back to the vision. You have to go back to, you know, kind of getting your internal self together, getting things around you together, creating that environment for you to be able to push forward and get through that. Cause the only way out is through, you know? So um, I liked it because it was just like, it ain't nothing but self-doubt, period, kill it, do what you need to do. You gave us some tools and what can help you kind of get back on the road to, you know, knocking out those goals. So um, I really like that one because a lot of the imposter syndrome gives these long drawn out, which it is a lot of like clinical stuff you can put into it. Right. But at the end of the day, it's just self-doubt. So knowing that it's like, okay, I have control over that. <laughs> That's something right. I can control. So let's get it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Felice Grayson in the comments has said everyone has it. Yeah. Everybody deals yes. with it. Everybody deals with it. And imposter syndrome is not something you need to try to get rid of. Like, oh my gosh, like we should get rid of it and not talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. No, it's still the thing that you have to talk about, right? Yes. But you don't have to live in such a way that it holds you back or holds you down mm-hmm. um i mean i still deal with it sometimes but then yeah. when the information that i know is like oh i pop right back into mm-hmm. what i need to do and again felice says the only way out is through it's so so true everybody yes. tries to they look at the mountains like they try to look at like i'm gonna get over it i'm gonna run past it. i'm gonna go back mm-hmm. the other way I'll avoid it right? no avoiding it <laughs> you have to go through but it you just gotta cl- the only way to get past like a huge mountain or whatever it is you just got to climb right yeah. it's all about the climb and so right now you're probably one of those you know that's climbing and it's okay mm-hmm. you're gonna get to the top you're gonna look at that view and you're gonna appreciate that mm-hmm. i got a friend right now she owns a home in sedona arizona probably one of the most beautiful places wow. i just are. went there so beautiful yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, the view on social media that she posted probably doesn't even do it justice. Right. I mean, it looks amazing on there. I can't even imagine what it looks like in person. But it's I've mentioned that because it's one of the places that has the most mountains, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. only way times only times to really get to the beautiful things there is just to Mm -hmm. walk past the mountains, climb the mountains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing in life. So. Mary, do you have any others that you want to share? Um, I think I can't think of. I, let me see. Let me see. I can't think of anything others off the top of my head because I'm still going through episodes. So because I, 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 I try to listen to things based off of what I'm interested in hearing at the time. So I kind of go through. I don't listen in order. I'm all over the place. But those are the ones that I can say that have stood out to me the most. Um, one of the other ones also, though, that the one that Jacqueline talked about um, was very important, too, because the whole idea of being somebody who has ideas that can contribute to like, mm-hmm. you know, software or other, you know, I don't know, an app or something like that. Other tools that can help people. I thought that resonated with me as well, because coming from, like I said, social work and a non 
not so technical background, um, I have different ideas that somebody I have, I've have had my ear to the streets and I know the type of things that people need help with. And um, the biggest thing that I've seen in my field is the disconnect between seniors or communities and techn technical things in, in general, like technology and that gap. So me bringing that kind of, you know, that aspect and that information and that knowledge into it, it's a game changer. Like, no, you know, not a lot of people can bring that user information. Like, you know, it's a whole population of people who don't even know how to use computers still, who don't have access to internet. And it's huge here where I live in, in Ohio. So, um, so bringing that, that, you know, experience to, you know, coding and to engineering period is going to be a, a very important thing, especially as I'm, you know, creating an app myself now. So those are the things that I keep in mind as I'm doing this too. Like you have very unique experiences that others don't have, you know, who's been in tech for so long, who's only been in computer science, have never explored other things. So, or, or never had experience in another career. So um, that was a good episode too. And I was like, okay, I got to keep that in mind. I am unique, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And it's really just finding what your uniqueness is. I mean, I say mm -hmm. this all the time. I'm a professor. I teach college students. Every year, there are hundreds of people that graduate with a computer science degree. How are you going to set yourself apart? Mm -hmm. Because so many people think it's the fact that you have a degree that people hire you. Nope. Because even with computer science, you don't just learn coding. You learn mm -hmm. so many other things. And when you master one particular area that actually applies to what that job is, that's when you're hired. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for you to have certain skills. And so when people say, you don't need a degree to get into technology, it's very true. Because mm -hmm. they're not looking at the degree per se. They're looking at, can you finish something? Can you actually establish and complete and do what it is that you need to complete mm -hmm. but at the same time do you have the skills to complete it right that's what they're right. looking for so that is why um it's so so important to make sure that you don't necessarily just focus on the degree aspect but you focus on what are those skills that are mm -hmm. needed mm -hmm. and when you start actually looking for those skills that's where it goes back to that vision mm -hmm. because kind of like people who think they can learn to code multiple different languages at a time. No, you mm -hmm. might learn a few things, but you won't master anything. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get to the interview and be like, well, I'm not getting the job. Mm -hmm. You don't trust that you actually know the thing that you're interviewing for. So mm -hmm. that was so, so good. What last mm -hmm. words of encouragement would you have somebody on their journey? Um, well, I would just say to keep pushing, you know, um, don't be too hard on yourself. Make mistakes. You'll learn from them. True, truly, you will. Um, don't be afraid to to make those mistakes because it happens, um, and you can you can grow from them, um, and you can take that experience to the next thing. You know, so um, give yourself a break, give yourself grace, but don't give up. So good. Thank you, Mary. We hope you have a great day. Thank we you so much for having me. You around the community as we yes, always do. <laughs> yes. Congrats on your 50th episode. I'm going to still yes. be listening. Keep Thank them coming. You. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I got some I got some stuff yes. coming, y'all. We, yes. we coming with it. So if you yes. thought that this was good, we coming with it. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. 
All right. Thank you once again to Jacqueline and Mary for sharing that. Uh, we do also. I wanted to take a moment to pause this episode to bring you to a person who was not able to be on the podcast live with us, but still wanted to share a little bit of her insight into how Tech Girls Cast has impacted her life. And so I want to introduce you all to Christina. So Christina, go ahead and take it away. Hi, my name is Christina. I just want to say a little bit about what Tech Girl Cast means to me. It's been very inspirational. Um, I love how Jackie lays out different concepts um, to explain things to us um, within tech. Um, I love how she's very um, upfront with different things um, and how she's just making a way for women who want to go into tech, especially who want to go into software development. it's always just great hearing her messages. It's always very empowering and inspiring. And um, it's just nice to have such great content out there, especially for someone um, that I can identify with in so many ways. And um, I'm just so grateful for this platform that she's made. And um, happy 50th episode. And I can't wait to hear more. Thank you, Christina, and I am so grateful for the joy and the impact that you have brought to the Tech Girls Code and Tech Girls Cast community. And so we so appreciate you and we look forward to seeing your continued success on your journey. Oh, I am to the meat of the episode. They have talked about so many different things. in all the favorite episodes that they had. And I'm surprised I'm not tearing up because those were such good episodes that they mentioned. Thank you once again, Mary and Jacqueline. But um, I always have to have something where I leave y'all and teach y'all with something, encourage y'all with something. It wouldn't be Tech Girls Cast if I didn't have a topic to talk about. (laughs) And while we are celebrating, um, I just want to say, man, I am so grateful because those of you who listen to this have made it what it is. Uh, we would not even be a top rated episode if we didn't have as many listeners as we've had. And so I just want to say thank you to those who have listened in already. But I'm going to now invite my guest on to the podcast. Um, this person is not a stranger to the podcast, obviously, has been on this podcast more than once is probably the reason why I even have Tech Girls Cast in general, or even Tech Girls Code. And today, that person is none other than my amazing, amazing husband, Travis K. Corley Sr. (laughs) So, so great that he is on today. Um, Babe, what do you think about 50 episodes? Yeah, it's it's amazing. I remember, excuse me, I remember um, when she came to me about just having a podcast and, and getting into the space. Um, I think the the thing for me was, because um, at the time I was already probably, I think, a year into podcasting, but um, I was making some changes myself, but I, I knew she just naturally does great um, when it comes down to speaking and articulating her thoughts, uh, but also, too, just putting her passions in things. So. Uh, it was one of the things that I knew it was something she eventually would do. I just didn't know the timing on it. 
Um, and then also too, you know, with podcasting, um, there's a lot of things that's not talked about yet because it's so much of a new space. So a lot of people don't even understand um, what they're getting into and, and all the things that that it takes to put on a productive podcast that reaches a certain audience. Um, but also too, um, you know, mainly in business right now, one of the biggest struggles um, for a lot of people um, is marketing. People don't know how to actually um, put together a right product or, or a set of um, services or, or different things for a particular person. Um, and when I say particular person, I mean like the psychographics of a person and why they need this problem solved and how they need it solved and when they need it solved and what they need solved. It's That's a whole different ball game when it comes down to um, to business. And so when you're talking about a podcast and you're talking about putting together content, um, it's a lot. And so um, I'm proud of her from, from doing it. I know, um, but I think the the thing is, is podcasting is one thing. Life is a is a whole nother thing. And so I think um, just being in, in her life um, outside of her podcast, um, that is a whole different podcast in our household sometimes, <laughs> if you can put it in that sense yeah. of where we have to strategize and, and discuss things and, and we have to be each other's target audience um, in, in, a, in a sense. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great to see you reach 50 episodes. I know 100 episodes will come. I think by the time 100 episodes come, I'm, I think my vision that I've even seen is that this will be on somebody's stage. Um, it'll be where there's probably one more other lady up here with her as co-host um it'll be like a full-time production where people will come sit in the audience and turn into like this talk show um and and so i'll be probably somewhere backstage watching our amazing little people (laughs) (laughs) well that's an awesome vision i'll probably go back to episode four and get that vision down Um, but that's just how much I tell y'all, he believes in me so much. And like I said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And, um, but now into the meat of the episode, because, um, that is what we're going to talk about is the main reason why he's here. And so as you guys know, October is a month where we bring awareness to a lot of things in technology. We bring awareness to cybersecurity. And there's also just some other things in life as well that, you know, we as a world, as a nation bring um, awareness to. And one of those things that just happens to be today is infant loss and pregnancy loss awareness. And so if you don't know, um, Tech Girls Code, which was my original brand, uh, was started just a few days after miscarriage was over. And so I want my husband to start off with his perspective of what was going on around that time. And I will just fill in uh, once he's done um, the things that pertain to a tech girl's code and, and why we're talking about this today. But the meat of this episode is how to really still go for your dreams, even in the darkest of times, because that was a very dark time. And when I started tech girl's code, it wouldn't have looked like it was a dark time, but it was. So you go ahead and start and share with that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would honestly say um, for myself, um, experiencing that, it, it was, that was different. Um, and, and the reason why it was different, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, simply because, of course, we're a young couple. Um, we're in our fourth year of marriage. Um, we're wanting to build a family 
Um, but also, too, Daryl, for myself, um, as a husband, I didn't want my wife going into her late 30s having kids. Um, I'm huge on um, women having control of their body. And so I knew that she wanted kids, but I didn't want her to even have the number of kids that she dreamed of having um, because I wanted her to have control back of her body. I didn't want her to give her body to, to her family for so many years. And then it's hard for her to become herself again. Um, and I knew I would rather have one or two less children out of the number that we decided to have than for the children that we do have, they don't have their mother. And so it was one of them things that there was a lot that was on the line. And so we had our daughter already and she ended up getting pregnant again. So we was extremely happy, but we immediately noticed that there was something different about this pregnancy compared to when she had my daughter. And, and the one thing that we noticed was that in this period of time of life, um, our stress levels was way higher than normal. Um, and as we talk about October, um, we was in the midst of a battle with a family member that was battling breast cancer. So we was very active in ensuring that um, she overcame her breast cancer as well. And so that stress on my wife, mentally, physically, we're in a new state. She has a new job. We have a one-year-old in the house. Um, we have bills. Just we was transitioning, so there's a lot of things to pay for. Um, and even at the time for myself, I just came out of like my worst season in terms of my health. Um, that I didn't know where I was gonna be at in a year. I didn't know if life was still gonna progress for me. Um, so it was one of those things that there was so much stress. There was so much to figure out. There was so much to do. Um, and then we was traveling um, in, in, in the relationship that we had with this particular family member to help out with cancer. We're traveling every every two weeks, every 10 days. We're back on the road traveling for four or five days. And so it was, it was a crazy experience. But the stress levels were so high that it led to her having a miscarriage. Sadly, the miscarriage happened on Mother's Day. So that was even more of the stress added on top of what was already accumulated. And so we're still fighting, we're still battling. And then a few months later, she ended up getting pregnant again. But this time we start to see similarities. So we already kind of knew where this was headed at. Now, of course, you want to have faith. You want to be positive. But sometimes you have to be a realist. And you have to start preparing for what you know is the worst that's coming to save a person from going into even worse. And so we started preparing already for miscarriage. And so we ensured that we took some steps because we saw the consistency and the pattern from the last miscarriage. And it ended up being another miscarriage. And we wasn't as heartbroken, but we was more grateful that we had the peace of mind to prepare and to ensure that she was taken care of. But the thing that was... I think the hardest for us was, is this a, the end to this? Like, do we stop this? Um, and, and for myself as a husband, it's like, how much more do you want your wife to go through? Do you want to see her go through another miscarriage? Do you want to see her go through another high moment of being happy about pregnancy and then that low moment of miscarriage? Um, do you want to see her body go through something again? 
she's young, but what about her dreams? What about her goals? There's there's a lot to to think about. And so, and I always had a dream to have a son. That was I always had a dream to have a daughter. Um, but it was at that time I was even okay with part of my dream not coming true to ensure that I kept the dream alive with her. So it was um, it was a it was a, a rough period. But the one thing that I will say um, that I strongly believe that accumulated. Um, a lot of the anxiety and stress around that time was that we had our hands in too many different things. We didn't have control over what was happening in our lives. Um, we also was kind of um, honestly um, disorganized in some areas. Um, but also, too, um, we was trying to figure out who we are as people, who we are as individuals, who we are as African-American um, students, uh, parents, kids, daughters, sons, um, in this world where there was so much police brutality, there was so much things that showed you in a bad light. Um, there was there was still racism that was still being talked about. So there was a lot of conversation that we was having. Um, we just didn't understand who we was in that season. And I think a lot of that stuff accumulated and showed up as stress. Um, and, and because of that, we allowed ourselves to kind of get away from our leadership. And we allowed ourselves to be rattled a little bit. And it showed up. Um, but I, I, one thing I do want to highlight on, too, is that um, with the miscarriage, I, the miscarriage was one thing. Um, the stress was another thing. But it's also when you have another child and you have to tell that child that the child that they was expecting to see isn't coming puts a whole nother perspective on miscarriage because your children, my daughter, how we knew that Jackie was pregnant both times was because my daughter is a daddy's girl a hundred percent of the time. For those, those six weeks, both times, my daughter stopped coming to me and she was all under her mother the entire time. And when my wife went through that miscarriage both times, my daughter literally laid under my wife both weeks that she was losing the baby because she felt what was going on in my in my wife's body. So that was and we had to explain to her at a young age what was happening. And her input, her motivation, her encouragement um, was probably bigger than what mine was because we knew that she felt her sibling inside of her mother's body. And so that was a, a whole nother thing we didn't even expect to see happen. And so I know um, and I can just imagine what this looks like for a single mother, what this looked like for a domestic violence abused mother, what this looked like for a mother that's over the age of 40 that didn't feel like her body could even give um, a child, what this feel like to somebody that was told that they would never have kids, um, what this feels like um, to somebody that may have had a career that was stopping them from having kids, um, what this feel like to somebody that feel like they had to lose their dreams to have kids. So. It's not always about the miscarriage. Sometimes the miscarriage is the is the minor thing compared to everything else that you lose. Um, and, and so it's one of those things that I think uh, I'm just blessed that she was able to not only recover, but she was able to still keep her mind focused on becoming the person that she desired to be. Um, and so I'm just happy to see that I have um, somewhat of an input on her dreams. Um, but if you notice, I love stepping back and falling back away from her dreams. I like her having her own space. I like her having control over her body. I like her having control over her dreams. Um, I just like sometimes that I can give some input to help her become more of what it is that she 
Um, she is, but also too, um, and, and one episode I did explain to even myself, I am in tech, um, but the role that I play in tech is my business partner is a woman, is an African-American woman that's around my age, that's a single mother um, as well um, for one of her children, but also too, she's even experienced some things that I'm able the same way I can support my wife, I'm able to support her as well. So being having the opportunity to stand behind women and help empower women and seeing women take um, huge steps um, towards their dreams and the things that they go through and, and overcoming um, child loss and overcoming breast cancer and overcoming so many different challenges that is not talked about on the forefront. I, I've learned that there's a, um, there's a strength when a woman can go through something, but there's a man that's willing to not be in a public eye but to literally stand there as a strength to help that woman to still smile, to help that woman to still go, to still be motivated, positive, um, to still have energy to chase after her dreams, but also help her see um, the vision clear. That's a strength that I think a lot of times doesn't get highlighted and is also is separated from the conversation we have with men and women. And so um, my, my last thing that I would say is, um, to just encourage anybody, if you are having experiencing um, miscarriages or you're experiencing where you feel like you're getting too old, um, where kids is not in the picture, if you if you feel like you're experiencing uh, where um, you're headed towards a route where you think some of the symptoms you're experiencing in your body is breast cancer, or um, if you, and, and I'm sorry we forgot to even mention this, but it's also um, Spanish um, Heritage Month as well. Um, so if you are a new immigrant, um, to America and you just fought hard to get over here to change your kids' lives or to come over here and to be a part of the family that you have over here. Don't feel as if it's too late for anything. Um, I think you have to keep faith and you have to give yourself an opportunity because it's better to go after the opportunity and the opportunity to not come true than to not go after the opportunity at all. And I think so many people um, forget that um, just the, the mental fortitude to go forward is a victory in itself. And so I just wanted to leave that there because I do think that everybody in this world have an opportunity to become the greatest version of themselves. We have to stop thinking that we lost so much time because the younger version of ourselves mm. is not in our possession right now and understand that there's still a, there's still a youth to the person that we will become and the things that we will produce. So um, I hope that that helps somebody. Um, I mean, it's, it's great to be here. Um, we do have a second child now. We do have a six-month-old, uh, Travis Jr. Um, I would say the, the one thing that I – there's a regret to this, but there's not a regret at the same time. So Jackie didn't get to name none of our kids because I selfishly had two names that I wanted to name my daughter well, and my son. Well, that's partially true. I got to do the middle name for our daughter. Yeah, but, but at I, the same I, time. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, to have a Travis Jr., um, for selfish daddy reasons. But then also, too, Tiana was just always an inspiration because of the, there's only one black princess. And I always wanted the princess. And then just so happened, my youngest sister's name is Kiana. And so then the princess's name is Tiana. But my first name is Travis, and my middle name is Keon. So when you put Travis and Keon together, I was able to spell it out to create Tiana. And so I selfishly name both of the kids um and so i didn't think about the child loss and 
what that would have meant for her to name her children. So that was probably like one of the moments I was like, ah, the selfishness of a man and your wife still lets you be selfish. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pop this comment up here. Anita, sis, thank you for being on here. Uh, another sis that, man, if I didn't have her support, gee, I don't know where I would be right now in some areas. But she said the support you two have for each other's dreams is so amazing. And I popped that up there because he says he selfishly named these kids, but he actually explained to me the reasons behind them. And so I was able to actually get behind the reason instead of, you know, so focused so much on the name because names do matter. But at the same time, it's really the reason why behind anything that matters most. And so uh, that's why I'm not too worried about it. But thank you for sharing all of that, babe. And I love your perspective on all of that because it is so true. You know, when we go through life, we go through things. It's just like I said earlier, we do have things that we have in our career, but life will always affect it. And so um, he did so, so good with that. But the one thing that I do want to say is that many of you know that Tech Girls Code was started after miscarriage. Actually, the first miscarriage was in December of 2020. Um, the second oh, yeah. miscarriage second was, Mother's Day. was right. Mother's Day. And so I actually did not know that I was miscarrying during my birthday week. So my birthday is actually November the 27th. And I started to notice a difference around, I think maybe a couple days before that. Um, and so I started to notice that. Now, I didn't even know about the pregnancy this first time. Like I had no idea. Um, it wasn't until I actually went to the doctor, I think around the 3rd of December, that I actually found that out. I was literally on my way home from work. Um, the next day after going to the doctor, I get a call and they tell us we need to come in. So we literally turn around and we make it a trip back to the doctor. Um, and that's when we started finding out things. We found out about the pregnancy. Um but yeah, I was still very much not doing too well. And so about three days later, I end up finding out it was miscarriage because during that time I got really sick the very first time. And so he remembers it. I remember, um, I think it actually woke you up, didn't it? Um, I think it did um, the very first time because mm -hmm. I got really, really sick. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, it was just a real, real tough time, but that was around December. I think it all ended by maybe the sixth or seventh. But the thing that I didn't mention is that I actually had a dream about our daughter and that something bad was, you know, going to happen to her. Turns out it was actually leading me to understand that I was not losing her. I was losing a child that I didn't know about. And so when I found out about it, I remembered that dream and I remembered that's what it was telling me. And so this was around the 6th or 7th after everything, you know, pretty much ended. I was still actually working. I was a professor then. Um, both times it happened toward the end of the semester, which I just thought it was kind of crazy. Um, Mother's Day was around the end of spring semester, but uh, we were actually about to go into Christmas break when all of this ended. And so that was around the 6th or the 7th. December the 12th, I start Tech Girls Code. And most people think, okay, you're not still grieving. Like, what is going on? Wouldn't you be like grieving for another whole two weeks? 
But I think the thing that happened with the, with that very first miscarriage was I was able to grieve throughout the time. Um, and so many people thought I, you know, I was, I was just like hiding emotions and then all that stuff. I really wasn't. I was just, I actually had taken the proper time to grieve all the way through. So by the end, it was like, okay, let's move on with life. So then a few days later, I start Tech Girls Code, but it was started mainly out of the motivation of that dream helped me to realize what do I actually really want to do with my life and how do I actually want to impact people? Because I was also part of something that I so desperately wanted to get out of and I didn't know how to get out of it. (laughs) And the miscarriage actually kind of led me to understand if this is not the thing that you really want to stick in, stop trying to make it work and figure out what it is that's really going to work. Because as I've said before, and if you've been following me for any period of time, you know I've said at least once, there is a reason why you are here. I mention this all the time. I don't know what the statistic is about um, how many chances you have to be born in the world. It's like one in 400 trillion or something Something like like that. And so that by itself was just a reminder of, you know, you just you just never know. I mean, I think sometimes miscarriage is a reminder that of that too. Um, but it was also a reminder of there's a reason why I'm here. There's a purpose that I have. And it's time to stop sitting on it and stop letting my own doubts keep me back. Now, he actually mentioned to me a couple of years before that, that I should start, you know, what I started with Tech Girls Code. I didn't realize it even because, like I said, I was part of something that I really probably should have let go a long time ago. Then I finally decided I was going to let go of that and start this. And I, when I did start Tech Girls Code, I didn't even tell him. <laughs> I didn't tell him until like four days after. <laughs> so tell us about like when I finally told you and, and like what you thought and, and all of that. So this conversation is about to go completely left after talking about miscarriages. Um, so, so his his um, a conversation we have often in the household is between the words um, "good" and "great." And um, the the thing is, is that there's not enough time left on Earth. You don't you don't know the amount of time that you left on Earth. Just because you're in your twenties, that doesn't mean that you're not eighty. And I, the reason why I say that is because we expect to make it to 80, 90s to pass away. But some people are in their 80-year-old phase in their 20s and don't know it. And so we talk about good to great. You don't have time to do good things. You only have time to do great things. And so it's like don't sit somewhere where you know this is not in your favor. And so there's like for myself, there's this mental checklist that I go through to ensure that I'm doing something great and not something good. And if I know my true purpose isn't in it and I have to only I have to keep part of my purpose away from it, that's only a good thing. I'm leaving that and I'm getting over it in less than 24 hours and I'm moving on to something because the, the probably the number one skill that I think everybody needs on planet Earth right now is adaptability. Um, if you don't know how to adapt and not be attached to something, you're going to be stuck somewhere you don't want to be stuck at. And like I just said, you don't know if you're in your 80 years in your 20s or in your 30s or in your 40s. So it's you need to become adaptable and get away from some things that's not good for you. Um, and so it's one of those situations where she was doing two other businesses and I knew she wanted to be in business and I was okay with her being in business. 
But what I wasn't okay with was the process in which they had her in business and what it was doing to her and the person she had to become. And she had to abandon so many character traits that she otherwise didn't know she had to abandon to make this business work. And it was driving me nuts. Now, on the back end, I'm somebody that I go into everything and I always question things. If this is going to make me great, if not, I want to leave. So I already... And I look at everything she gets in and I sit down in my quiet time with myself and I say, is this going to make her great? And I research and I research and I research. And I think she don't know sometimes that on the back end, I do all this research and I look at all this stuff because I know that there's going to be times she gets stuck. And the first person she's going to turn to is who? Her spouse. And so I ensure that I know some information to help her along her journeys. And so I notice something. I noticed what the business she, she was doing, the product she was associated with, but her pattern in her life, pattern in her life was technology. All these other things kept her away from technology. And so I knew she was not being true to herself. And she fought me year after year after year. I want you to catch that. Not days, not weeks, not months. Year after year after year. I remember a few conversations because I on purpose will hold certain conversations and I would repeat the same thing week in and week out. And I kept telling her, you did not go through all this technology stuff for 15 years or nothing. What's the, what's the opportunity in front of us? The whole world is shifting towards technology. I think you need to combine your skill sets into technology. I said, you love encouraging people because you're natural at it, but you love technology. I think you should teach people how to code, but also encourage women because you're natural at it. I kept saying this for a year or two. I want you to remember, two years I've been saying this stuff. She continued to come to me with every other business idea. It led to the point she thought I was not believing in her dreams. But when people see yourself in a higher version of you, sometimes you're not going to even believe that person because if you're not seeing yourself in a higher version, you're going to say how they have the audacity to see me better than I see me. And so therefore, you'll push out the great people from your life and accept all the good. That's another message just because of her. <laughs> but it was one of those situations where, so then she came to me about Tech Girls Code. She said, this is what I want to do. And despite, she said, I started the Instagram page. I wasn't mad that she started the Instagram page. Despite, I started reaching out to this person and asked them how they did it. Wasn't mad that she started reaching out to people. Despite, she came to me with this high-end pricing coaching program that she wanted. Wasn't even mad that she came to me about the coaching program. You know what I was mad about? It took her two years. Two years. 24 months to see herself and a higher calling. I was more mad about that than anything else because I noticed something. I have to spend the rest of my life with her. And what I needed her to do was slow down and think about who she truly is versus speeding her life up to try all these things to become herself. When you slow down and you get still, answers come to you faster then when you speed up and try to try all these experiences, that's something that is a whole nother ball game to how you manifest your dreams that they're not teaching out here. 
all these gurus and coaches and all these philosophers and all this stuff, they're not teaching you true stillness to, to manifest your dreams. They're teaching you all this journaling techniques and all this stuff that does not work. Sit down, turn your phone off, get in a quiet space, no distractions, and think about who you truly are and according to the thing that you believe that you're supposed to become. And what you would start to understand is your body would start to shift you in a direction where you start to feel like a pregnancy on the inside of you would start to birth. The, the, the mindset, the skill sets, the, the people, you start to see things that you never saw before. You start to experience things in your mind you never thought you would experience. And then your energy would start shifting. And when your energy starts shifting, your hands will start getting a little sweaty. And you would get so empowered that you would notice something. You would notice something. It's when you wake up the next morning and that dream is still there. You wake up the next morning and it's still there. You wake up the next morning. After that, God would say, I planted the seed inside of you because this is the person that you need to become. And I need you to become this person because I have all these people lined up to come through your path because I need them to come get certain things from you to take on their path. But if you keep doing good things, you will never reach great. And I was more mad about that. Because I already knew she built a community of 12,000 little girls around this world that needed her encouragement. But it was hard for her to encourage them 12,000 girls because she didn't know who she truly was. And so now that she knows who she truly, truly is, it's easier for her to build another team of women to take down this route for these little girls. Hint for it, she has Tech Girls Code that has what? Thousands of women. Again, now you take the grown-ups and you how the grown-ups empower the younger girls and guess what you build this exuberant community of strong positivity around the world of different ethnicity different nationality different stories different jobs different dreams and now you build this powerhouse and so it's one of the things that i always believed in her um and to be that type of woman it's just that she didn't see it for herself and i had to even take a step back and be patient with her and allow for her to take her time to see it. Um, and I'll be honest, there was a lot of money that was lost. <laughs> We're not going to discuss amounts right now. There was a lot of time that was lost. There was a lot of sleepless nights, crying nights. There was a lot of um, um, ideas that I know I was bashing left and right across the head. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Um, but I'm I but to be honest though, I'm the same way I am with my wife, my my business partner. Y'all will see her at some point. Um, because I know her and Jackie both in tech and they they have their own relationship and, and you'll get to meet her on here as well. And she would tell you herself, I'm the same way as her brother, I'm the same way with her too. Like and and, and it's just because it's it's not a I think of just trying to be a man and dominate. It's that when you see something great inside of um, someone, especially women, um, it's, it's, it's pivotal that you get behind it. Um, you get behind it with a, a force of strength um, that you let them know that they can be more than what they even dream of. Because I know women, y'all do go through a lot mentally. Y'all have a lot to hold on to, um, a lot of things to um, to keep up. And so it's, it's easy to get sidetracked uh, with the rest of the world. And then I know as a man, a lot of what we go through, we give to women. Um, I know my wife showed us a lot of things. So sometimes just me having extra time and clarity to think, even though I may be at work, but it's, I don't have the kids. So I, I give her back some of that time mentally to, to 
to invest in her dreams when she's not around. So it's it's a yin yang effect for sure. Um, but I, I most certainly would say that um, I'm blessed that she's at this point. I mean, the future is bright. Um, we did go through our ups and downs. I won't say the ride has been perfect. Um, we did go through our moments of screaming and yelling, um, frustration. Um, my friends would tell you I was mad for a while because she wasn't listening. Um, and the reason why she wasn't listening because she was just in her mind trying to figure it out. It wasn't that she wanted to be a disobedient wife. Um, but also too, um, I know that she would do, um, she would do this to me. Um, and please don't laugh Anita cause I'm going to put this one out there. Um, she would tell Anita, right? Anita is her soul friend, right? She would tell Anita all these things and then tell me, well, I told you, babe. And I had to remind her, me and Anita is not the same person. Like, Anita knows this stuff, not me. And I used to scream like, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then it finally caught on. When she caught herself in the moment, she's like, oh, I did tell Anita. Oh, sorry. I thought I told you. So that's another thing to have amazing friends in your life that's going to support you um, and, and that's going to hold it down. And shout out to Anita because she still ain't even called me and tell me all this stuff either. So she she she's loyal to her friend um, for sure. So, uh, but I'm I'm happy she has this um, this this dream is coming true, and I'm glad that y'all are part of it. And I'm hoping that she builds a brand even bigger that she can start taking her audience and her audience can become her her tribe that start investing in a lot of these younger girls to get them to have this power so we can slow down some of this this stuff that's happening to our girls and, and, and our babies and our kids and our men around the world. Um, I do believe that that women have that power to slow down a lot of the things that we're experiencing. So, um, yeah, I'm blessed to be here. Um, hopefully I'll be back within a year or so. I know I'm going to get really busy with business that I'm in and tech um, and, and my business partner she feisty, she, she energetic, she non-stop she crazy too just like my wife so I, I have my hands tied with, with women um, so it, it's uh, but it's a blessing um, it's good to see y'all, good to support y'all I hope y'all have a blessed day and if you're experiencing child loss and you want to speak to us one on one Reach out. We ain't charging no coaching fee for no life advice. That ain't us. We're going to sit down, chop it up like we good friends from the block. Um, we'll, we'll roll our sleeves up and we'll be as personable as we need to to help you through. If we got to talk for 10 sessions, it doesn't matter. It's all free. Um, we're not charging for that because I feel like you can't charge for being real. Um, and so... Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that if we need to help you through a season that we've been through as such, we, we're willing to help you. Um, if you have a spouse and you want to bring your spouse on, we'll sit down and we can all have a conversation because I, I, that empowerment is real. Um, but if you're dealing with breast cancer and you're going through that, we would love to sit down and talk with you. Uh, if you feel like you're getting too old and you can't have kids and you don't know how to find your spouse, we can talk through that too because our story crazy there too. Um, so... <laughs> If you feel like you don't have no control of your life and you need some advice on just gaining control of your life, we can talk on that too. Like, there's so many areas we can talk on outside of technology to ensure that your technology dreams come true. Um, that we're willing to give you that time. Um, we don't want to charge for stuff like that. Um, I coach people all the time for free, um, and that's just truly because I care about the people. 
I know how to go make money in other ways that I don't have to hustle you for a package for coaching to help you live your life now. Am I mad that people coach? No, but I'm mad that some of these coaches charge all these prices and this money and they trash. Trash. Like, I won't call out a few celebrities that I know it's trash, but it's one of those situations that I, I do give back to people in the way that I um, I desire to because I want people to win just as much as I desire for her to win. So, uh, thank you all. Um, I'm blessed to be here and I hope everybody have a good day. <laughs> Anita goes, Ella, you both of you are a mess. No, literally, she, she <laughs> knows honestly like how um, just things have been, but Man, I, I want to say this, too, and there's a couple people on here that said um, great support right there. Lara, thank you so much. And you, girl, are also somebody who has been so amazing to me. Thank you for your encouragement, Lara. Um, Mary Scott says that support is key. Definitely, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I want to end this podcast by saying this. You guys heard him mention I did not listen for a couple of years probably longer than that. <laughs> you guys heard him talk about the realness of how it impacted him, how it impacted us. But you guys know I wouldn't be Jackie or this wouldn't be Tech Girls cast without a lesson in that. And I have talked about some of my other failures on this podcast, but I have given you guys the lesson. And the lesson here is with me dealing with that and it not paying attention, like he said, it wasn't an intentional thing. But when you don't actually map out a vision, when you actually don't know where it is that you're going, things like that can happen. But on the real, the back end of that, what I will say too is, I also at one point thought I wasn't supposed to be in technology, which is one of the reasons I talk about it so much. And I help people to understand that it's not true. If you really want to be in this industry, you can. But I also was dealing with a lot of negativity going through my experiences in tech on the back end that a lot of people don't know about. And the one person, I don't even think she's on here, but her name was Kim. I, at one point I was about to give up technology completely because it was way too much stuff. I personally felt like I was in the wrong industry because there was so much stuff that I was experiencing that I did not expect to. And I remember this woman named Kim, just I remember meeting her um, in a tech organization I'm part of. And I remember her telling me, you know, don't give up. Maybe you just need to kind of change the area of tech that you're in. And back then I was a developer in the database industry. Um, that was I did that for about four years. And when she told me that, that's when I decided that I was going to focus on higher ed for sure. I had gone to college because I did want to get into higher ed. But once I started experiencing all of that, I started to think that maybe higher ed wasn't for me either. And so I was at a point where I was literally about to give it all up because I thought I had wasted I thought I had wasted years already. He talks about not sticking in something that you don't want to be in forever. I thought that's what technology was for me, which is why I was struggling so much trying to do all these different things and find a different pathway because I thought I had already wasted years of my life in something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Because even from the beginning when I was in college, my mom will tell you, I called her about three or four days in and said, I think I'm in the wrong major. 
she says, okay, well, stick it out and you see, it might be that these other things that you're interested in just becomes a minor or just becomes part of your degree. So I took her advice and I, I stuck it out and that's what ended up happening. I ended up getting a minor in something else I was interested in that later actually turned into part of being a dual degree. But I remember that time, I was like, okay, I remember being there at that time. Then I also remember even in graduate school having some struggles. If you guys haven't listened to the graduate school episode, go listen to episode three and you will see why I said it was a struggle. I was literally on the struggle bus in graduate school. <laughs> so you guys go listen to that and figure out why and, and listen to why. But it was just one of those things where it was experience after experience after experience after experience. And once you start to experience so much negativity, it almost makes you think, hmm, maybe I don't belong. <laughs> and that's what I was dealing with the entire time. So it wasn't necessarily just my own doubts. It was all these experiences after experience after experience that I couldn't control that made me feel like I was wasting time already. And so I didn't realize that the real waste of time was what I was doing in those two to three years that I was trying to do other things and figure other things out and figure other entrepreneurial paths out instead of just focusing on this. And it's so, so true. Lara says you belong and you definitely do. And this is why this is such a strong message for me, because I remember the dark days of feeling like I didn't when everything in the industry kept hitting me hard. And if that is you, please know that that doesn't mean that you don't belong. It just means that there's something else fighting you to try to keep you away from that purpose. Remember episode 39, the real reason why um, the real reason why it's 100% dope for you to be in this industry. Remember that episode, because I will tell you, I needed everything in that episode at one point, just like some of you do, which is why I'm so hard pressed to keep telling people just because you're experiencing so much right now doesn't necessarily mean that you don't belong. It probably means that there's something or some force trying to stop you from being the best that you can be. I'll even be honest to say at one point, I wanted to let go of my PhD as well, because I thought, like I, like I said before, for the many years that I was wasting my time. I really thought I was wasting my time there. When the real waste of time was what I did for those few years that my husband was talking about. But I also want you to listen to this. And this is actually something that I said in the previous episode, episode 49. You have to give yourself the opportunity to fail because so many people, they don't do this and they don't go after what they really want because they're going to, they feel like they're going to go through something like I did for two or three years in order for them to get to where they want to be. But guess what? The years is going to pass anyway. Wouldn't you more so take the time to actually try something out to see if it's really for you versus just sitting there and doing nothing? Because if you have no failures, it usually means that you're not doing anything. And so some of you are probably wanting to get into tech and you're wanting to break into this industry 
but you're sitting down because you're too afraid to have things happen like what happened to me to really figure out if this is where you belong. I want you to take some time to look back at some of the negativity and the, the tough times that you went through and start calculating that as your receipts to let you know like, hey, what was this? What was this every time? What? Why do I keep experiencing hardship in this area of my life? Does it mean I'm supposed to back down or does it mean I'm supposed to move forward and actually make a difference to do something and help change lives? Because everybody's going to go through hard. That's how Tech Girls Code and this podcast came about. This podcast actually came out three months after the Tech Girls Code brand started. So I just want you want to encourage you to know if you are going through something and it's literally attacking the same thing, it's probably a sign that you're meant to be there and something is trying to stop you because you're not going to achieve your dreams without something to stop you. And I want you to know that that period of the time that he discussed what I went through was that time. It was very dark. It was frustrating. But the key is I figured it out. I stuck it out and I'm here. And now I've even figured out one of those other things that I was doing. It wasn't so much that I had to let it go, but I had to pivot to where it was that it actually needed to be. And so some things you might just have to pivot instead of just letting it go. Some things, yes, but sometimes you're just going to have to pivot and just walk with the pivot and just be encouraged that that's where you're supposed to be. Because we're not meant to do everything, but we are meant to put our everything into something. And so I want to encourage you to find out what that is. Don't let the hardship get in your way. Don't let that keep you from being the best that you can be. Because I'm telling you, if you keep on experiencing hardship in an area, it's probably a sign that that is where you belong. Most people that we know and love today are not who they are today because of something easy that they just got into. They are who they are today because of something hard, hard pressed that they went through to help them get to and become who they needed to be. Because I love what John Maxwell once said, he actually sits down with people on these lunches that he goes to and he will eat beforehand so that he doesn't actually take the time eating with them. He takes the time learning from them, asking them questions. If you don't know who John Maxwell is, he's considered a leadership guru, has many books on leadership, all of that. And he was once saying that he will go to these lunches and the one thing that people will say about who they've become is who they've had to grow into and what they've had to overcome to, to do that. So it's not always going to be something great that your purpose comes from. A lot of times it's going to be like me. It may come out of a miscarriage. It may come out of, you know, a cancer season. It may come out of a really tough financial season, but you have to be willing to go through that in order to get to where you want to be. And it could, be come, it could come out of a season of a lot of trial and error. But guess what? You're already ahead of a lot of people who don't even try and just sit there and do nothing. So I want to leave you with this. I'm so grateful that we have come to 50 episodes. 
but I will tell you, we would not have come to 50 episodes without the prior experience even before the the Tech Girls Cast podcast even started. Because it's because of those experiences that I'm able to bring you what I'm able to bring you with Tech Girls Cast upon today. So continue moving forward, continue going um, in the way that you know you want to go. Let no one tell you different about who you are to be in this industry. And you are going to see amazing success. Thank you all for tuning in live. And as I always say at the end of every episode, we'll see you all in another week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.